This is a HeadGum Podcast. London, England. Look out. We're coming. Soon. September 16th and 17th to King's Place. Tickets on sale now at tcgte.com slash live. And guess what? If you don't live in London, England. or Travel there. Travel there. But also, uh, you can buy live stream tickets for the Saturday show. It's going to be a lot of fun. I found out there will be a chat. A chat during the live stream. But we're going to be performing a show. I, I won't be on the chat all the time. Okay. A few times I will leave the stage just to do a quick uh, ASL in the chat. Yeah. Just just to kind of get a feeling of who's in there. You got to get, get the demographics. TCGT.com slash live September 16th and 17th. Buy your tickets today. It's going to be a lot of fun. And that. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm a little tipsy. Yeah, we've been drinking for, for a Not minute a, or two. I've had a beer and a half. Not even. Yeah. I mean, these are these are low alcohol beers. Tim. Yeah. I have, a, I have a very low tolerance, Tom. Yeah. No, I like the, I'm like a big uh, low alcohol beer guy now. Yeah. Because I drink at the same speed no matter what. <laughs> oh, same. There was years ago I decided mm-hmm. like I was. Um, I'm this is sick. actually apropos of our topic. Continue. <laughs> oh, see, if you call it out, Tom, it ruins now the magic. Gonna now we're going to have to talk about something ago. else. Um, years ago, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm drinking too much beer. That's too many calories. Yeah. I'm going to switch to just drinking whiskey straight yeah, at the yeah. bar. And that way, instead of uh, having five beers at the bar, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's how many calories, I'll have one or two whiskeys because that's like <laughs> comparable. Yeah. But no, I'd have five or six whiskeys too. <laughs> right. And you drink them a lot faster yeah. than you get a beer. It's the worst. I get, uh, I feel like less of a hangover with whiskey than I do beer. Um, I don't know if that's just like uh, because it's less liquid. Does that make sense? <laughs> I think so. I don't. I don't drink enough to get hangovers anymore. I mean, yeah, me, me too. Luckily, I haven't had uh, too many recently. But just like thinking about, uh, like sometimes if I drink a lot of beer, I won't have like a headache hangover. But like I'll just kind of feel like I'm sweating it out all day. Oh yeah. Uh, where I, I don't get that as much with whiskey. Yeah, I, my body has gotten wise after forty years to be like. This guy's drinking too much. Just go to sleep. Just shut down. <laughs> Just turn him off. Yeah. It's fine. It works out great. Uh, Tim, I had to make a uh, purchase, a big, not a big purchase, an important purchase or uh, last weekend. Last weekend. Yeah. You had to you'll make never guess what I bought. Yeah, yeah, it's something as seen on TV. Oh. <gasps> My pillow. You've been you've no. been raving about those pillows and the the. No, hear- no, no. I like his ideas, not oh, necessarily not the pillows. The pillows. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tim, I bought the club. You bought the club. I bought the club for my car. Wow. Why? Uh, because apparently it is a TikTok trend to steal my car. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yours specifically? Uh, Kias and Hyundais from like a certain model year to a certain model year. But like These a, TikTok a wide... trends, Tom. Well, here's here's why it became a trend. Apparently, it's like, I think it's like nine years of like models for, for Hyundai and Kia, which are the, the same company, I think. Uh, yeah, nine years of models. Uh, that's uh, also uh, <laughs> Billy Joel's marriage history. 
He's been married longer than that. Uh, he's, he's been married to a lot of models. <laughs> oh, I see. Dating yeah. history. I think he just married the one model. Yeah, but he also dated. But Elle she McPherson. was a big model. Yeah. He dated Elle McPherson. Yeah, I it was. It was the that. two of them. It was her versus Christy Brinkley <sighs> for his heart. And he was the guy that got to choose. In, absolutely insane madness. Yeah, absolute insanity. Especially when you look at him now. Especially if you look at him any time. <laughs> yeah, especially if you look at him then. <laughs> it's not like, oh no, he was real handsome in his thirties. Um, Sorry. All right, so there's nine years worth of models yeah. of Kia and Hyundai. And apparently, all you have to do is like rip the plastic off the steering column. And for so, I still haven't found the actual explanation for this, but apparently underneath there, there is a USB plug, and all you have to do is plug any cable, any USB cable, into that USB plug, and the car will start. What the heck? Yeah. No wonder TikTok's all over this. Yeah, of course. So they have these things uh, on TikTok, Kia Boys, with a Z. Oh, that's cool. And right. it's just idiots stealing Kias and then like having demolition derbies with them. <laughs> And then, you know, just ditching them, just taking them for joy rides. Man, we're talking about uh, TikTok, like uh, conservative parents in the 80s. We're talking about Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> yeah. and heavy metal music. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it seems These very... TikTok trends that need to be stopped. I don't know if it actually is a USB port, because that doesn't even make sense. But apparently, I mean, a USB plug fits in it, so I'm going to say that's a port. Yeah. But I don't know what it's doing in there. But anyway, it's because like these cars cheaped out on there's something called I think maybe a, like a gas pump inhibitor mm -hmm. that like basically if the car is not started properly, gas shouldn't be going to the engine. But you know, Kia and Hyundai were like, oh, we could save five bucks by not putting these in. And uh, you know, even if somebody does figure it out, how will they spread word to everybody yeah. else on the planet about it? Um, and I, I'm, Hyundai is, uh, presumably trying desperately to figure out how they can like not get sued or get sued for the lowest amount. So their, their recommendation right now is like, it's fine, but buy a steering wheel lock. That's uh, what we recommend. The club. So I had to go out and buy a steering wheel lock. What am I going to do? I did look on Amazon and you know, they have like $20 steering wheel locks, but I was like, Look, if I'm gonna do gotta it, I gotta do it right. Yeah, exactly. You know, the club. That's how much a name. is the club? Um, I went to the auto store, AutoZone. It was. Tom, did you go to the AutoZone on Atlantic Avenue? Yeah, yeah. The the, the hellscape. The <laughs> scariest place I've ever been. Yeah, it's like Mad Max. When you walk in there, in there I walked in. the 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 parking lot was like Mad Max. Uh -huh. I walked in, it's empty and silent. Like it was like it was like. Uh, Walking into a soundproof booth. When when I walked into the auto zone, there were like a bunch of people gathered around the door inside. And then somebody opened the door and was like, oh, no, come on in. Uh, who like wasn't wearing a uniform or anything. And uh, I realized he was a security guard and they were in the middle of busting a shoplifter like right in front of the door. But like very low key, the woman was just like the the female employee was like. All right, and those are ours, so we need those back. Like, just going through his bag and the guy just being like, all right. <laughs> you got me. And then just leaving. Um, Tom, I watched, I think, like, a pretty significant drug deal. Not like <laughs> a, like, uh, dealer to consumer, but I think, like, 
distributor, distributor to, to dealer. dealer okay. Happened in that parking lot. Yeah. And it was like, I, I was there to buy windshield wipers. <laughs> and I realized I didn't like know the size of the uh, windshield uh, once uh, I got in. So a, I walked, a true gearhead there to buy <laughs> windshield wipers. So I walked back out to the parking lot, watched this massive drug deal happen, and realized like, well, I just sat there gawking like a tourist. Well, that's and, like, usually what drug dealers and distributors love. Yeah. And then, like, I walked to my car. Instead of leaving, I, like, looked at... This is on my birthday. This is on my uh-huh. 40th birthday. <laughs> uh-huh. And I, like, I, I, spent, I went back in and got them. And then I got back out. There were... Uh, one of the guys that's is still so there. sad that nobody got you those for your birthday and you had to, uh, exactly. it was the only thing you wanted you had thing to go out list. and get it yourself then as i was leaving the parking lot the Imagine. guy tried to pull the 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 gate oh, shut yeah, so and i had leave. to like gun it <laughs> yeah. and i almost like uh like i the, the, i think he was trying to lock me in the parking lot yeah probably because he was like oh this, this guy knows guy, too much yeah he knows too much this old man yeah this old man we're gonna have to kill gonna him gonna be the worst 40th birthday ever <laughs> yeah gunned you... down in an auto zone parking lot yeah uh so you went there to get the club so i went there to get the club uh i was planning on spending 35 dollars, hmm. but then once i got there i was like ah this one is eight dollars and it looks nicer Eight dollars. Eight dollars more. Oh, sorry. okay. So forty-three. <laughs> so yeah, like forty-three dollars for I peace spent. of mind. For peace of mind, which you can't put a price tag mm. on. Um. So yeah. So now I've got a club on my car. You know what? I I paid more money. Maybe it was stupid. I paid more money for like a black one. Okay. Which might be a dumb idea because then it's like not obvious that it's in there. But it's like, but I also don't want it to be obvious. I don't want to look like a dork, you know? Yeah. People who have the club are dorks. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, you know what? If if somebody has to smash my windshield before they, you know, realize that I've got this thing. They'll at least think, they'll, they'll be smashing thinking this is a cool guy. This is a cool guy. He's a cool Let's key steal owner. his car. Yeah. Um, so yeah, oh that's, ah, it uh, turns out he was a dork all along. <laughs> thwarted by a dork yeah, yet again. Let's, uh, let's I don't know. Take a shit in his car or something instead. Yeah, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't. How many times? Mm-hmm. This happened to me multiple times, and I want to know if this is unusual or not. <laughs> okay. Have you walked up to your car uh-huh. while it's parked on the streets of Brooklyn or Queens, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> somebody's been peeing on it? <laughs> That's never happened to me. <laughs> That's happened to me. At least three times that I can well, remember. Well, then, then that's something you're doing. You're yeah, in, I don't you're know. You're inviting that behavior. Yeah. Do you have one of those uh, stickers the... of uh, like Calvin pissing on a Ford sign? I and maybe wish. people see that and they get a big laugh and then they're like, oh, no, I got to pee. I respect Bill Waterson too much. <laughs> uh, I'll never do that. No, uh, it, it predates TikTok, so I don't think it's a trend there. <laughs> Piss on an Maybe old it's a MySpace scar. trend. Like it happened like the first time uh, in Greenpoint, like mm-hmm. in 2007, and just yeah. like an old man peeing on my car. Uh-huh. And, like I gave him his pride. Like I walked by. I didn't want to be like, "Hey, get out of here!" Yeah, because like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, half a leak on your car or a full leak on your car, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Once there's more than a second's worth of pissing happening, yeah. you already don't want to deal with it. So you might as well let him finish and not risk getting it on yeah. you. I think there's just a lot more street urination than you realize. Yeah. And yeah, people I like see. to go between cars. It wasn't like they were like peeing all over my car. It's like, you know, like to be discreet on the yeah. street. 
Yeah, sometimes I uh, like I've looked out the window of my apartment and I'll see like a delivery driver just peeing like, on your car. <laughs> no, just like peeing peeing in between cars. But still, I'm like, it, it, I, I remember this happening somewhat recently where I was like, "What's this guy doing out there?" And like, I kind of thought like, "Oh, is he like trying to? Is he like checking out these cars? Is he gonna like try and steal one of these?" And then he, you know, just unzips his pants, takes his wing around. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, yeah. this is broad daylight. Can find like a little alley Wait, or bigger like, cars like or a, something, like a UPS or FedEx." Yeah, yeah, it was like something. Go like in that. the back of the truck and pee in a bottle. <laughs> pee in a box. Yeah. One of the boxes of, you know, uh, something you don't like. Yeah. Find a my pillow shipment back there or something, be in that <laughs> box. Be like, uh, I don't know. It must happen at the factory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You didn't know this uh, This guy, Mike, smells like piss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he he on his the pi- pillows all the yeah. yeah. He marks his pillows. It's yeah. his pillow. Yeah. Uh, Tim, this week we're talking about cocktails. <laughs> if we can gently transition from piss to, to cocktails <laughs> if that's at all possible i'd like to do it now I've, i was surprised to learn tom that we have not done this topic in the past no and actually i should point out this came from jeff this topic idea from our jeff. patreon yeah only one name the titular jeff like madonna yeah, yeah. or or i was gonna say like shaquille o'neal <laughs> <laughs> Just Jeff. Jeff suggested cocktails. Maybe we have done cocktails, but if we yeah, did, it was check. a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Or it might not have been that, that long ago at all. <laughs> I, look, it's Jeff's job to do the, yeah. the due diligence. If you're going to suggest a topic and we've already done it, that's on you. That's 100% a-hole. on you. How are we going to check? Yeah. It's not our job. Uh, Tim, what were your feelings about cocktails? Let's start there. Tom, the mm-hmm. hierarchy. Um, I don't. I, I don't love cocktails okay here's my thing mm-hmm. what uh, about a drug cocktail drug cocktail yeah. no those are dangerous tom i always hear people dying and they say what how did they die i said it's a drug a cocktail. Dangerous, a dangerous drug cocktail, drug cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then sometimes you know people have things that uh like they haven't really like uh uh, health problems that they like haven't figured out a cure for yet oh, or a then treatment. They have a drug then cocktail. they give them a drug cocktail because like there isn't one drug for this yet. But we like I know that was the case for like HIV for a yeah, long time. Yeah. That was like you got to take these twenty different pills. I I believe it's gotten simpler now. Right. But, but those were always, I remember being referred to as like this person's on an experimental drug cocktail. Yeah, but that doesn't seem like pleasant either oh no i don't uh, yeah i i think uh, ideally... I, I, you weren't you weren't citing that as a <laughs> as a pleasant yeah drug. i think ideally uh, you don't want to be on a drug cocktail yeah. you so want to cocktail... be on as few drugs as possible so here's the thing um i get too drunk from liquor mm-hmm. to have more than like one drink and be a reasonable person yeah i've, I've seen that a lot and uh cocktails they generally like uh, make liquor even more delicious. Yes, yeah. With like sugar and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then it makes me want to drink more and more. <laughs> like, oh, this is great! I want to drink this for the for the taste. Mm-hmm. And then it's 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 bad. Yeah. How do you feel about cocktails? I mean, I I guess I feel similarly because I'm thinking about like any time I've I've like uh, had like a cocktail night, like I'm drinking cocktails tonight, just cocktails. Yeah, that's like usually a <laughs> recipe for not feeling very well the next day. Yeah, 
Uh, I don't need much encouragement to like drink faster or anything like that. And I yeah. feel like that's what a cocktail is. Yeah, I, uh, a lot of times we'll stand around and go chug, 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 <laughs> chug, and you're like, I don't need this. this is, I'm doing it anyway. You know, you know what I like to do? Actually, I'll take that back. Like, uh, if I'm maybe like at dinner, I'll like getting a cocktail before the meal. Like a cocktail is a first drink because your first drink is the drink you're tasting the most, right? Yeah, I think so. So it's like, oh, the first drink and the first drink, you're probably like drinking a little slower than the other ones because you're you're you've got Man, your you're wits about really, you. More. You're really uh, <laughs> focused on the speed of, of drinking because I you've seen this like no matter what drink I'm drinking, alcoholic or non-alcoholic, I'll just drink it fast. Yeah. I'll drink it like as fast as I can. And like, obviously it's a problem with, uh, with alcohol to do that. But also it's like so many times I'll like go to the movies, buy the biggest soda, drink it as fast as possible. And then like five minutes into yeah, the movie, the... I'm like, Oh, I'm going to burst. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody's shh. <laughs> you shouldn't say that. But I'm going to burst. I got to piss so bad. <laughs> but you refuse to leave because it's all yeah, the Yeah, but it's a good part. <laughs> Five minutes in. We're learning how he becomes Batman. <laughs> we're learning about what happened to his parents. I can't go I've now. I've never actually successfully seen uh, how that plays we're out. We're seeing how Spider-Man got his powers. <laughs> um, The thing is, mm. do you agree with me that like, most cocktails... Like that are sweet. Mm-hmm. They all taste the same. Uh, a little bit, yeah. But there, but there are cocktails that don't necessarily taste sweet. Yeah, I know. There Tom, are ones that uh, like are smoky and or or not sweet. Can I tease uh, later Whoa. in the episode, Tom? <laughs> What's this here? Tim's got uh s- some kind of. Sp- oh God, I. Thought that had a swastika on it, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's, uh, it's a lion. It's like you know, like yeah. a coat of arms it's, lion. It's just sparkling water. <laughs> it's sparkling it was the only one they had water. at the, the bodega near me. Okay. And we got. Oh this. my goodness, what is this? We got some uh, bourbon whiskey. Tom. Okay, uh huh. That looks like a nice uh, bottle of whiskey. Yeah, what do we got? Did here? you buy all these the, on the way here? I bought the sparkling water. Oh, okay, because the whiskey looks uh, new. Oh, and then limes. Got a couple of limes. Okay. You got one of these things? Oh, yeah. A little uh, uh, bartender's measuring shot. Thing. Yeah, measuring shot. A shot and a half shot. And uh, now, the, see, this is, I want to make this cocktail a little later for us to share, because I think this is one of my favorites. Uh-huh. It's a bourbon, uh, whis- uh, a bourbon ricky. Oh, a bourbon ricky. And it's very- I knew a bourbon ricky. He's yeah. uh, no longer with he us. Passed. Um. And it's just lime, sparkling water, and bourbon. Mm-hmm. But then I found these bitters. I had oh, bitters yeah, at my yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Can we talk later about what <laughs> bitters are? Because I don't okay. understand. I think we should try to drink bitters on their own. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have two nice big glasses of bitters. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll race, see who can finish their glass of bitters. Well, first. Tom, I think uh, somebody would. Get, <laughs> I know get that's a, why I'm. That's cool. why I'm proposing that yeah, we do okay. this race. Um. Uh, well, I'm excited to. to Before this I don't episode, think I don't yeah. think I've had this or even uh, heard about it. I have a bourbon ricky together, Tom. Yeah, all right. Uh, you know what? What? That's what I'm calling my cocktail of the summer. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that's what I'm calling my son, <laughs> changing his name, bourbon ricky. 
This is my baby bourbon, Ricky. Can you name a kid like bourbon? Or you can whiskey? name a kid like anything you want, yeah. and the uh, hospital, you know, some nurse will just roll their eyes at you and fill out the form and try and get rid of you as quickly as possible. I think. Um, did I ever tell you about this nurse when my baby was born who was like really mean? <laughs> In what way? Like, it's uh, like, what an ugly, stupid baby. No, and he was like uh, a few what hours a, old. What an he, ugly, stupid dad. <laughs> a few, he was a few hours old, and he pooped really big. Uh-huh. And she like got real mad at him. And I was just what? like, shut up, you, you, you what, dumb what, How'd she get mad? She's like, oh, look at this. Yeah. I was like, Guess yeah, what? Uh, That's the first of many, lady. Yeah, because like I, <laughs> it's the only one you're gonna have to deal yeah, with. Yeah, and it, I was dealing with it. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't dealing with it well. She had to come <laughs> I and was like gonna say, it. I can't imagine that first poop. You were like, oh, I'll handle I mean, it. It's not like here's the thing: changing a diaper isn't rocket science. Yeah, but also like, I the a baby that's hours old. Yeah, I was like, well, I'm I can't go near this thing. I'll screw it up. Yeah. Uh, nurse, nurse, she was so, she was so mean. What a mean lady! Wow, I got her fired. Well, well, good for yeah. you. Did you leave a bad uh, Yelp review yeah. for the hospital yeah, too? Yeah, I only left a fifteen percent tip. <laughs> well, that's right, more than she's used to getting. Honestly, um, Tim, I want to talk about. Uh, actually, before I talk about the the top ten cocktails. Ooh, you got one of those lists too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about uh, cocktail bars. Okay. What what do you think of cocktail bars? I feel like a cocktail bar is nice. Like I, I always want to like uh you know shit on it like ooh cocktail. But then when I go to one, it's always like oh, I kind of like this. Yeah, it's uh, a step up from the slop holes <laughs> that we generally uh it's hang a, out. In. It's a step up from the uh, uh, Applebee's bar <laughs> that we normally uh, uh, spend our nights in. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh. If we're going to go to a cocktail bar, mm-hmm. a guy like me or a guy yeah. like you, mm-hmm. maybe us together mm-hmm. with our significant others, um, we're like cosplaying as adults in that situation, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. we don't belong there, and yeah. we know we don't belong there, and also it's like, all right, I'm going to pay $23 for one drink. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're here for one drink, and then we're- And in. we'll split it. Exactly. Uh. Three straws, please. <laughs> All right, next question then. Have you ever been to a cocktail party? I think so. Well, I've been to a cocktail hour before. A wedding. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of a, what I is a I've, cocktail party, Tom? Is that see, just a party that grown-ups are at? Because like, I've been at those. Yeah. I mean, I was going to... I feel like a... I feel like me and you have been to cocktail parties that have been tied to an event of some kind but like uh i don't think we know people that throw like cocktail parties and i i would say the difference is a cocktail party there it doesn't have to be a hired bartender it could be the the person throwing the party but there's kind of like somebody constantly somebody stop me somebody making drinks the whole night oh making cocktails and oh and of course having all the accoutrements necessary yeah no i don't think so then no yeah that sounds like it'd be nice though right yeah should we have party? one of those should uh, you and i host one yeah we should maybe host a cocktail party yeah uh we can get uh cocktail dresses Ooh, cocktail a napkins. slinky little number <laughs> some slinky little numbers 
uh, a couple of little black dresses for us. Uh, and throw a nice cocktail party. Yeah. What do, what do men wear at cocktail parties? <laughs> they wear tuxedos, I think. No. Yeah. I think it's like a a suit, but without a tie, with an open collar. Yeah, maybe like a loosened tie. Like, yeah. oh boy, the stock market was something today. Oh, not a loosened tie. You don't want to be like a <laughs> uh, Tom. No, but then you, but you do that... You walk in with the loose and tie. You go, oh boy, the stock market was something today. Nah, that's a guy and that then, jumps out the no, window. <laughs> listen, but then you go, but now I'm going to get into this cocktail party. I'm going to remove my tie uh, and get into cocktail party mode. Yeah, and or then I'm guess what? Keep, in, at gonna, the end of this cocktail party, this tie is going to be tied around my head. Right, and that lamp? Yeah, that I hope it's not uh, attached to that uh, lamp shade because that's going to end up on my head. Or I'm going to keep the tie on and jump out the window because, oh boy, this day on the stock market was oh, really something. Oh, I need a bourbon meat and uh, that window open, please. Um, all right. Have you ever been to a cocktail party? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe like I mean. after a funeral. <laughs> Well, that's like not really. Again, I would argue that that's tied to an event. Right. I'm saying I've never had like somebody I know be like, "Hey, we're having a cocktail party." Yeah, but this like Friday. it's the same thing as like, have you ever been to a singles bar? And it's like, were there ever singles bars, or is that just like what they called it in the '80s, where like a bar where you know married people didn't go? <laughs> I think it was. Like, more I don't like, go to bars anymore. I think in the '80s. What was called a singles bar was like, we've made our bar nice enough that a woman would want to come <laughs> into <right>. it. Because <laughs> it was singles bars. Because, yeah, I don't think there were couples bars. I think it was men's bars and yeah. singles bars. Uh, and never the twain shall meet. I used to get so jealous of ladies on ladies night. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, they get discounts. I mean, sure, I got jealous of him at the car wash when it was ladies' <laughs> night, and they they would get a, a discount on Tuesdays or whatever. Uh, but then, like, when you think about it, like, it's like, ladies, ladies, stay away from ladies' night. That's like, you have to be lured into a place where it's like, <laughs> yeah. normally ladies don't want to come in here, so we're going to give you a real good deal to get in here. Bait is half off tonight, <laughs> yeah. and ladies, come on in. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I haven't, I, I don't see ladies nights much anymore. I don't no. know if it's just cause we're in Brooklyn and, uh, you know, it's cause that... everybody's sex positive now. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, the, Hey, the, uh, good job. Feminists. Now you've gotten rid of ladies nights that <laughs> you're going to have to pay full price for your drinks. Yeah, I hope you're going to hold the door for you now. Yeah. You're Not me. To... I don't have to anymore. Yeah. I don't have to. And I was and... only doing it cause I had to. <laughs> And now you're, I was thinking about, I think I talked about it in the podcast. This one time this guy held a door for me and I like didn't say thank you loud enough and he like yelled at me. I I hate it when people don't acknowledge me when I hold the door for oh, them. Oh, I 100% I don't need agree. a full-throated thank you, sir, but I do need like look acknowledge that i that That's i what, exist i think i like nodded to him and said thanks but he didn't hear it oh yeah and like but there was a woman that walked in right before me and she didn't say thank you at all and i was just kind of like why are you yelling at me yell yeah. at her yell at her she's the weaker one <laughs> yeah don't yell at me. i might I'm fight a, back i'm a man i might i might uh yeah i might wrestle you to the ground yeah. or something bite your ear but i was like oh, i sorry i I said thank you. No, you didn't. I'm like, okay, well, thank you. Yeah. 
And now we're both like going to the same place, and this is very <laughs> awkward. You and didn't weird. have to. He wasn't interviewing you for a job, as it turned out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we're, were both. It was a singles bar, and we were both heading into ladies' <laughs> night. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That's how our brains work. So why don't we treat them that way, Tim? I don't know, Tom. Why not? Uh, because I, I think we don't think about it. But you got to think about it. You've <clears throat> only got one brain. You got to treat it right. And there are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps. That's my favorite. But there's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. Tim, I've used BetterHelp. Uh, I've... I've done traditional therapy like in an office mm-hmm. and i've used better help and uh let me tell you better help's great it's uh it's incredibly similar to what you would get going to an office but a lot easier uh right to, to actually find because that's one of the hardest things right to like find a therapist better help makes it very easy glad to hear it tell uh, me more tom BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to, which uh, is a big thing, uh, I think, for for a lot of people. It it helps if you're not having to to say, you know, uh, like personal things face-to-face. Agreed. If you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And he can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, which is very quick because sometimes, you know, you might find a good therapist somewhere and uh, it turns out they're not accepting new patients or something like that. It just like seems that. like a whole hullabaloo. And you don't really know how much it's going to cost sometimes before you yeah. go Better help. They, they they take care of a lot of that stuff. If, if you've tried therapy before, you should try it out. If you've never tried therapy, but you've been curious, you should try it out. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash complete guide. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash complete guide. This episode is sponsored by ClickUp. Imagine having one extra day every week. More time to cook healthy meals, work on that novel, or just binge some really good reality TV. Tom? You know what I would do with uh, an extra day every week? What would you do? Catch up on some reading. I want to read some more books. Well, guess what? Now it's all possible with ClickUp, the productivity platform that'll save you one day a week on work, guaranteed. Wow. ClickUp began with the premise that productivity was broken. Mm. There were too many tools to keep track of, too many things in entirely separate ecosystems. There had to be a more productive way to get through the daily hustle. ClickUp is the one tool to house all your tasks, projects, docs, goals, spreadsheets, and more. ClickUp is built for, built for teams from 1 to 1,000 plus. That's time. a lot of people. It's packed with features and customization options that no other productivity tool has, so you can work the way you work best. Whether you're in project management, engineering, sales, marketing, or HR, ClickUp has easy-to-use solutions that create a more efficient work environment. Join the more than 800,000 
highly productive teams using ClickUp today. Use code GUIDE to get 15% off ClickUp's massive unlimited plan for a year, meaning you can start reclaiming your time for under $5 a month. Sign up today at ClickUp.com and use code GUIDE. Hurry, this offer ends soon. Freeze, this is a ClickUp. Oh, you were waiting to say that the whole time? The whole time, yeah. Mm, It's great. Tim, you've just uh, prepared some worthy uh, uh, Jimmy Jins or something. Jimmy Jims, Bourbon Rickies. Bourbon Rickies. Oh, let me uh, taste. Take a taste here. It's my. Oh, Tom, you didn't even sip it. Tom, it's a very simple. It tastes like motor oil. I chose it because anybody can make it at home. Okay. Uh, it's uh one and a half ounces of bourbon. I put a little bit more in in ours. Oh, great! That's what we need. Half a lime, freshly squeezed. Uh, but I did watch you cut it in half and freshly squeeze it. Yeah, I didn't wash my hands. Um, sparkling water to top. So you just well, fill you, up. <laughs> Tim, I hope you weren't working on your car today, swapping out the <laughs> wiper blades or something like that. No. Uh, fill a highball glass with ice, squeeze mm-hmm. the lime half into the glass, and drop it in. Drop it into the glass. Wow. Um, add the bourbon and fill with sparkling water. Stir briefly to combine. I didn't do that part. Yeah, that's um, fine. Nature, that nature does the stirring. So, Tom, tell me this isn't a great summery cocktail. Mm. Ooh, that is nice. Ooh, it's yeah. a little bourbon forward, huh? A little, a little bourbony, but uh, that's fine because you can drink some of it and then put more uh, sparkling uh, that Nazi water that you brought here. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Uh, Gerl Steiner? Yeah. Yeah. God knows what that means. Don't put it <laughs> yeah. into Google Translate. Yeah. Uh, Tim, I buried the lead here a little bit. I forgot to mention uh, I'm a little bit of a ringer for this episode because I graduated from bartending school. Now, Tom, uh-huh. have you ever worked as a bartender even for a day in your life? No. No, despite, uh, I'm like one of those, like, you know, sometimes like politicians have law degrees, but they weren't like a practicing lawyer. Yeah. It's like that for me and and bartending. You just did it for the prestige? Um, No, I did it because uh, after going to college for four years, I was like, well, now what am I going to do? Oh, I know. I can get a job as a bartender. And turns out you couldn't without uh, going to more school. Uh, Yeah, exactly. I had to go back to school. I checked. The school still exists. How much did it cost? You did this, what, in 2005, I want to say? 2004, maybe? No, I think it was like 2003. I think it was like right after college. Um, It cost, I believe, so I looked it up. Now it's $600. Okay. I believe it was like around $400 when I did it. And also, mind you, I I was out of school, did not have a job, did not have money to be doing uh, anything. Oh yeah, but and, I was uh, like, nobody well, was forgiving your student debt. Yeah, at the time. exactly. I was like, and that's why you're so mad right now, <laughs> from what I understand. Exactly. How come I want uh, Joe Biden? I want my four hundred dollars for bartending <laughs> yeah. school back. That's the least you could do. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, God, who knows? Probably uh, Hunter Biden was behind the whole thing. Probably by running that school. Somebody's got to look into that laptop. I think there's uh, <laughs> evidence. Yeah, there might there might be my uh, e receipt from when I signed up for that. Drinking during these things. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I went uh, in New York City in Manhattan, uh, where the drink the Manhattan was invented. Yeah. 
Dude, and, the big city, Tom. Yeah. Were you blinded by the lights of the big city and uh, humbled by the tall buildings? Yeah, yeah. That was uh, usually when I came into class in the morning, I was shaking from fear from all the tall buildings and the <laughs> hustle and bustle yeah. and the rat race. Um, Those rats racing around. But it was it's a gross. It was a uh, eight-hour day, full week thing. And, and now you got your money's worth. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like you it did wasn't... it with uh, with a friend, Chris. Yeah, right? with, okay. with uh, a friend of the show, Chris, uh, who also never worked as a bartender. I might yeah. add. Um, and uh, yeah, so like I can't be mad at them because it you know it works out to what is that like uh, eighty dollars a day or whatever, ninety dollars yeah. a day. <clears throat> so it's like oh. Like not bad for like a whole kept day. Kept me off the course. streets. Kept me off the streets. Um, but it was just like a class. I, I don't understand in retrospect who this could have really been for because it like kind of trains you to work. I, you know what? I could see this being a good class for if like maybe you were like a dive bar bartender, mm-hmm. but now you wanted to like work at a cocktail bar. Or something you right. could like go because all you. What learned... about if you were just like not a dive bar bartender, just a guy out of college like you? Uh, because all I really learned was like how to make a bunch of different drinks. Yeah, that's... but I didn't learn like really how to work in a bar a little bit. I mean, I don't think there's like really well, like how to like work the register and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I was yeah. gonna say there's really not much to it. Uh, I mean, a bartender will come in here and slap that freaking well, I don't uh, think there's Ricky much, right out of your There's hand. not much to like explain, but you can only learn it by doing it. Right. Uh, and but we you need a base of knowledge, right? Like yeah. any job in the world, mm-hmm. um, you can only really learn by doing it. But right. like education is supposed to like provide a base of knowledge for you to go in. and Yeah. Right, Tom? But I think ultimately like it would have been... I would have learned way more and uh, been been further along in my career if I had like bar backed for a week. Yeah, if you just like what you should have done mm-hmm. was like our friend Billy, mm-hmm. who bartended at a bar that we went to like pretty much every night. If you <laughs> yeah. were like, "Hey Billy, can I bar back here?" Yeah, he would say, yeah. "Yeah," and then uh, within. Two weeks, you would have been a head bartender there, because <laughs> it was just taking, uh, it was just pouring whiskey and getting beer from the tap. Yeah, and it, and it was, uh, but I mean that was like Tim. By the by the time uh, uh, Billy did that, I uh, I had given up on the dream of becoming a bartender. Yeah, uh, I interviewed for one bartending job at the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I mean, Tom, that's the Big time. I know. That can't be the first time fresh out of bartending school. You're in Myrtle Beach at the freaking <laughs> House of Blues. Yeah. They would have eaten you alive. And I got an interview. and uh, Girls going wild left and right. <laughs> I made a fake resume. And like, <laughs> why, did, now why didn't you just make a real resume? Because they would have hired me if I didn't have any experience. Right, okay. Um, but I can't remember exactly what I said. But, oh, now, did Jim Belushi himself interview you? No, that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. That's what I was ready for, but he, he didn't show he up. He had a whole bunch of, oh, I'll talk to him about according to Jim, <laughs> Curly <laughs> Sue. That, that hadn't come out yet. Uh, Curly Sue had come out. Yeah. Um, 
but it was so embarrassing because like you know, like get in. They like because <laughs> you made an entire <laughs> fake resume. Yeah, because I made a fake resume, and I, uh, I, you know, uh, they like showed me around and everything, and then they were like, "What'd you put on the resume? Just like bars that don't exist?" Yeah, I made up bars and then just put them on the resume and hope that they wouldn't check. Did you put um, phone numbers? You know what? I think I put a phone number. I think I gave our friend Chris's phone number uh, and, and said, like, if you get like a, you know, a call from this area code, you yeah, know, just yeah. say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The best bartender I've ever met. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, literally. Chris would have screwed that up so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he just wouldn't have answered. Yeah, but crazy. like literally they like show me around the whole place. The whole place is really cool. And then they sit down. They're like, "All right, so on your uh, resume here, it says you worked at a place called, uh, I think it was Club Vertigo." <laughs> <laughs> it gets worse. Club Vertigo. And they're like, "How many hour? How many drinks would you say you served an hour there?" <laughs> and I thought and went, eh, "Probably like around six hundred drinks." <laughs> And, and the, person, the person stood up and said, well, thank you very much for coming in. <laughs> Shook hands with me and ended the interview after one question because I. <laughs> Ten drinks a minute. Yeah, because I was sure because I'm like. Club Vertigo is a very, very popular bar. I think bar, I yeah. said it was very popular, but it was like literally, literally a, a great question for like, hey, anyone that's worked even one night in a bar would be able to tell you a rough Tom, idea. But I was you thinking, you thought about it even, and you thought ten drinks a minute was I think reasonable. I, said, I think I said six hundred a night, maybe. Okay, all right. Um, but uh, whatever. Oh, did he say? Okay, okay. Whatever he said, whatever I said, it was obviously not yeah. a correct answer in any way. Yeah. Um. So, uh, and I'm sure vertigo. Uh, so yeah, so that, but here was the thing. The guy was like, um, I think maybe I met with that person and then he, you know, that was like the bar manager and he just immediately entered the interview and like gave me back to the like HR person. And then the HR person was like, you know, it says on your resume here, like you worked at a TV studio in college and, and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. And she's like, so you know about like lighting and sound? I was like, yeah, like a little bit. Like, you know, I, uh, you know, it's not exactly the same. She's like, oh, well, let, let, let me introduce you to, you know, the person that runs production here. Like a way better job that I was right. way more suited for that, uh, that you know. I uh, disqualified you from that. Uh, I think then that person talked to the, uh, you know, the other manager and the other manager was like, oh, that kid's a liar. Yeah, everything he says is yeah, a lie. Don't, don't hire him for TV anything. Studio, yeah. Um, yeah, which sucked because like that was a job that I would have really liked and like definitely, definitely had enough knowledge that I could have like gotten in the door and then learned on the job. How different would your life be <laughs> if, if i was uh in year 20 of working at the uh, the house of blues in myrtle <laughs> yeah. beach just like the guy that's like 
Yep, everybody comes through. I do yeah. a, a great job. I got the I got the right rig. Don't tell me how to do it. Yeah. I, I got it. I got the lights. Done. I got the. You just tell me what color gels you want. I'll throw them in there. You tell me when you want you want the spot for like you know the the acoustic song in the middle of the set. We'll do that for you. No problem. I would have somehow gotten a weird. Yeah. <laughs> I would have gotten a Brooklyn accent. Not living in Brooklyn. You would be thriving right mm-hmm. now. Uh, Tim, I'd probably, deep be, tan. I'd probably be doing this podcast with Jim Belushi instead of you. <laughs> no, that's your dream, the two of you on harmonicas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tim, how many episodes have I asked you, can we please end this episode with a, har- a harmonica? harmonica t- just yeah. like a harmonica duet. Yeah. And you're always like, no. But I bet Jim would, probably from episode one, he'd insist on he'd it. He'd be like, let's start it off and make the whole episode the harmonicas. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that was my experience with uh, with uh, being a bartender and and making cocktails. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Tom. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> a few follow-ups. Did they try to teach you uh, flair at this uh, cocktail? Like this a little bit, but not really. Okay. Um, like the bartender, the guy who taught was like very good and had been a bartender for a long time and was like a really cool guy. Like he was the epitome of like. Was it Sam Malone? Uh, no, but he wasn't too far uh, from the family tree, I would say. Okay. But it was like that kind of guy of like, oh, I could see why this guy's a good bartender, why you would like. Did you tell his problems to him? And, uh, yeah, tell t- your problems? The first class, I told him all my problems. <laughs> it's like, now nah, I'm $400 in the hole. <laughs> um, was there a place? Like, I think a lot of these bartending mm-hmm. schools, it's like, and we'll place you at like. A bar when this is all over. Yeah, there was. But you were like, no, nah, I'm going to hightail it to Myrtle Beach. Thanks. I'll just pay the Manhattan prices for the class. <laughs> yeah. But then I'll go to a way cheaper state. I think um, I think there was supposed to be like on the last day we were supposed to like guest bartend at some place. Yeah. I but know. like something happened and, and we didn't. And I remember actually being like a little pissed because they were kind of like, oh, yeah, normally we do this. But like. uh you know, the bar is being renovated, so we're not. And I was kind of like, oh, that seems like a big part of yeah. it. Like getting at least a little bit comfortable bartending for, you know, even an hour. Yeah. You're going to be way more comfortable uh, lying about being a bartender. So you set your sights very high mm-hmm. and then were humiliated. So, like, you just like. Licked your wounds, went like, on, and you're like, I got to find a whole new career path. Well, basically, I think at the time, I just like really didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had a useless college degree. So I was like, all right, well, like I need to make money, though. So right. like this might be like a quick way to make some quick money. Uh, and like I like going to bars. So this will be the same yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, the perk of being a bartender is you can get ripped while you're working. <laughs> uh, that was one of, one of the good tips that he gave when he uh, he said, like, if you're interviewing for a job at a bar, a lot of times they'll offer you a drink and always refuse it. Uh, That's like a test to see if you have a drinking problem, basically, yeah. uh, which is, a, you know, it makes total sense. Like, oh, yeah, it's a great way to tell. If somebody's like, God, I'd kill for a fucking drink. <laughs> And you probably don't want that person, uh, and it's like ten in the morning. You probably don't want to hire that person. Yeah. I, I would picture say without you could, that you advice. Could get, you could say like a, a club soda or something, of course. Yes, you know, but don't don't order an alcoholic drink. Um, 
if you did not have that advice, what are the odds that at the <laughs> or at the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach you'd be like, well, I'm gonna go in there, drink for a few hours, show them how <laughs> cool I am, show them that like I'm familiar with. Uh, with he the didn't house ask of blues. me for a drink. No, like before, offer. like just like. And I did say, I said, aren't you going to offer me a drink? There's yeah. an interview, isn't it? <laughs> At Club I'm Vertigo, we are. always give drinks to the bartenders interviewing for a job. Club Vertigo. <laughs> Tim, let's talk about uh, some of the, the top uh, uh, drinks. <laughs> <laughs> the top cocktails. <laughs> well, that was the coolest name you could come up with. That doesn't sound cool. I it sounds it dangerous, yeah, right? It does. Yeah. All right. Tim, uh, the number one cocktail, according to liquor.com, uh, and that's L I Q O U R.com, not L I C K H E R.com. You spelled liquor wrong. It was L I Q U O R. <laughs> oh, that, wait a minute. Then, then that's not where I, I think was. this bourbon Ricky is uh, really, really getting to you. The number one drink they say uh, is a bourbon old fashioned. Yeah, and I like an old fashioned. Yeah, that that I would say is probably the most common drink that I'll order at a bar. Yeah, it's one of the names that I can remember. It, um, yeah, it's not too complicated. I'm an old fashioned man. Yeah, uh, an old, old fashioned, fashioned opinions is uh, two ounces of bourbon or rye whiskey. Uh, this is a teaspoon of water. I haven't really seen that. Three dashes of bitters and one teaspoon of sugar or like a sugar cube and an orange twist. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of these have like sugar or like simple syrup. Yeah, or you had to like muddle the sugar with something. I was I was gonna make us old fashioned stuff. Uh-huh. That was my plan coming over here, but uh, I didn't want to muddle anything. Yeah, too much muddling. Tim, the last thing we need is this podcast getting muddled. Huh. Uh, the second one, which I think is also the the second for me as far as uh, ordering it, a Manhattan. I don't know. I must have had a Manhattan at some point, right? Yeah, it's similar. Only and- because uh, that's what Bart was really good at making <laughs> on that episode of The Simpsons for the Mafia. Yeah, uh, very similar. It's two ounces of rye whiskey, an ounce of sweet vermouth, and two dashes of bitter uh, brandi- uh, garnished with a brandied cherry or lemon twist if preferred. But it's in a like a martini glass. Yeah. See, that's the other thing. I don't uh, like martini glass. The whole thing of like, oh, this drink yeah. goes in this shape of glass, and this, and like, I understand that they're like, oh yeah, no, because the way that like the glass, like for this drink, well, but it needs to. Here's my thing, Tim. Living in New York City, if I'm paying twenty five dollars, you want? <laughs> yeah, I want it in the right story. glass. Yeah, but also the right glass, like. Come on, they're drinks. It's I, liquid. I'm the money. I want it. it We're just I want trying it done to kill right. our feelings. If I'm making it at home, yeah, I'll put. It, I'll uh, mix it up in an old Poland spring bottle or whatever, and be happy. But but if I'm, do you paying... ever get that mixed up with your piss bottle? <laughs> oh, more than once. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of times my piss is about the color of a Manhattan, so it gets very confusing. Jeez, Tom, you should see. Uh, number three, and this is where things go off the rails on Liquor.com, a porn star martini. Yeah, this is uh, Liquor.com. What are you doing? This is yeah. what, the number three on, cocktail I thought this was a time. family website. 
I browse liquor.com with my with my infant son every day. Mm-hmm. Showing him the pictures of the... Uh, and now I have to explain what a porn star martini is to him. Um, basically, it just sounds like a martini with like, I don't know, some like... Uh, Passion fruit, yeah, vanilla. Pa- vanilla, yeah, sparkling wine, just kind of few fruit puree. Yeah, just kind of like uh, a more like fruity vanilla-y martini is what yeah. it sounds like. The two questions. Do you say vanilla? Yeah. It's vanilla. Vanilla? Vanilla. Yeah. You're thinking of vanilla envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two, uh, wouldn't just like martini be the, the correct number three here? Yeah, because that's, uh, like, yeah. This says like uh, it has passion fruit flavors in it. Like, come on, liquor.com. Nobody yeah. even really knows what passion fruit is. Yeah. Uh, access to it. Although is that I, an actual I'd fruit? like to go into a uh, like a bar and be like, I'd like a porn star old fashioned, <laughs> and see and see what mm, I get. Yeah, that was the other thing. I, that's the other thing I don't like about cocktails, where it's like sex on the beach or like yeah. a, a stinking butthole. Please, <laughs> I don't think that's one of them. Um, sex on the beach isn't bad, but there are other ones where it's like. Uh, can I have a fuck me in the mouth? Yeah, <laughs> like no, you yeah. have to like say something embarrassing to to somebody, and then they're then, uh, you know what? I'm always afraid that they're gonna uh, be like, "Oh, you want that?" Yeah, but they're probably like, eh. "Yeah." Well, I mean, there's the people that giggle. There's like, look, this is the bane of every uh, Myrtle Beach bartender, female. No, bartend. this is the bane of Myrtle Beach. Yeah, okay. It's good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bane, you're uh, oh no, he's uh, he's put uh, uh, explosives under the 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 house of blues. (laughs) The house of blues will be the house of death if I if my needs are not met. The the bane of Myrtle City rhymes everything. (laughs) Um, No, but the bane of Myrtle of female Myrtle Beach bartenders are Mm. uh, guys that like order those drinks just. To say dirty yeah, stuff to yeah. a lady and be like, oh, technically I, I t- can say that. Right. <laughs> um, I, I didn't get to that part of the interview where they asked how I felt about those things, unfortunately. Uh, um, yeah, and then uh, espresso martini. Have you ever had an espresso martini? Uh, I've probably at least had like a sip of one. I did in Sweden. Oh, okay. Well, when in Sweden, I'm not sure if it was just the people I was with, or mm. uh, if like Sweden that summer was overtaken by espresso martini fever. Yeah, but everywhere I went. Uh-huh. Espresso martinis for the table, please. Yeah, I feel like a few years ago that had like a big comeback. Yeah. Uh, to me, I don't like the the mixture of uh, caffeine and alcohol. It's like a speedball. Yeah. It's like a drug cocktail. Tom. It is like a drug cocktail. I mean, that's the point of it. Same thing with like a uh, like Red Bull vodka. Yeah, I don't Upper like any and of downer, that. Stuff. Please. Yeah. Uh, Confuse my body. I'll as tell much you as who possible. else doesn't like it. Tim, your doctor. Yeah. They would say, You know my doctor? You know when? (laughs) Yeah, I know when, Tim. We went to. Uh, He never told me his last name. We went to the same bartending school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then we get to. I'm not. eh, Maybe we'll get through all these. Uh, Long Island iced tea. Yeah. Which is just. Just mix everything. Yeah. Everything you got. A a lovely namesake for um, our 
home. home. Uh, vodka, white rum, silver tequila, gin, triple sec, simple syrup, lemon juice, cola, and uh, uh, you must like this because it's got soda in it. Um, I mean, I'll just get like a uh, a soda with you know rum and coke. Yeah, like a rum and coke or like a Jack and Coke. Uh, I'll do sometimes. Or just, is that a coke. cocktail? Is any kind of mixed drink a cocktail? I think so. I mean, like if we're calling, no, I think you this, call that a this, mixed drink, not a cocktail. But so is this bourbon Ricky a cocktail? Yeah, I would say because it's got like a garnish. It's it. I mean, maybe if eh, who knows? <laughs> it's impossible to tell. This is the freaking cocktails episode, yeah. Tom. I mean, sure, Tim. You know what? I went to bartending school. I'm saying there's a cocktail, so it's official. Right. Right. I graduated there. And they gave us they gave us a diploma. We Do you could have print your out. diploma? No, I never printed it out. I think. Uh, look in your Gmail. No, Did I you have th- Gmail. At I the think time? they printed them out for us, and like the uh, like printer ran out of red ink or something, so that like the colors were all weird. But uh, you should get a you should get a uh, refund from Hunter Biden on this. <laughs> I mean, I framed it and I had that under my arm as I walked into that uh, job interview. Yeah, did you, did you have a Photoshop picture of Club Vertigo? It was like a uh, it was just, uh, <laughs> it was just <laughs> my face on a bartender in the back. Somewhere. Yeah, it was a. Uh, <laughs> Photoshop of the Viper Room, which is Club <laughs> Vertigo. But See, I think that's what it. I thought. I was like, it sounds kind of like the Viper Room, yeah. Club Vertigo. Yeah. V's dangerous. V's Vipers are dangerous. Vertigo's dangerous. Yeah. Um. Uh, although, like, uh, Vipers are sexy, and Vertigo isn't sexy. Uh, m- the next one, Margarita. I like a Margarita. Yeah. Do you prefer them frozen or none? Um, I think I prefer them on the rocks, but I won't say no to a frozen one. Yeah, I think it deter- it depends on the outside temp. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You don't want a frozen drink if it's uh, not that cold out. Yeah. But, like, but if yeah, it's I- hot as heck, pff, freeze it up and blend it, please. Uh, but yeah, a good margarita's nice. I think I don't think of margaritas as a uh, cocktail just because I think of it as like often being pre-made already. Right. But I, I make all my margaritas from scratch. Really? What's I've never made a margarita. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, next one, dirty martini. There's a lot of martinis on this list. Yeah. That's what, uh, uh, you know what? I don't like this. I'm not a, I'm not an olive man, Tom. Yeah, I remember them teaching us that there's like a dirty martini, a filthy martini, and then like a disgusting martini or something like that. And it was uh, basically how much uh, olive brine was in there. Yeah. yeah. James Bond, he stinks. Uh, He's not a real man. What? Yeah. All right, number eight. <laughs> number eight, uh, a white Russian. Yeah, the dude drinks. Yeah, I feel. Uh, hey, the dude abides, right? Uh, again, I think this is kind of a hey, weird. Hey, man, don't piss on my rug, man. Is that the quote? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, two ounces of vodka, one ounce Kahlua, one splash of heavy cream. Again, I think kind of like a weird one to be on this list because. Uh, it's something you gotta have like a taste for. It's kind of a weird, you know. It's like a milk-based drink. Yeah, but 
Tom, the dude. Yeah. Have you ever uh, heard of the dude? It's from the film The Big Lebowski. It's from the film The Dude. Uh, uh, nine. It's from ne- the t- television show Al Bundy. <laughs> nine. A Negroni. Have you ever had one of those? I I uh I drank uh some Negronis at um the last wedding uh, oh, the okay. two of us went to. Um. One ounce gin, one ounce Campari, one ounce sweet vermouth. Uh, again, like a nice kind of simple drink. It looks nice. I always like the color of it. Red. Yeah. I like a red drink. Yeah. And then number 10 on the list, again, for for being a family website, a drink called the Adios Motherfucker. Yeah, I think they just were having a little fun on this list. Yeah. I don't think I even wrote down what it was. Oh, it was basically a Long Island iced tea, but with like Sprite. Yeah. I think instead of uh, cola. Oh, yeah. Uh, Long Island iced tea calls for triple second cola. This cocktail requires a slug of blue curacao and a topper of Sprite or 7-Up. So it just it's blue, yeah, which, cool. which is neat. You know, like a Long Island iced tea, it looks like iced tea, which is brown. Yeah. And it's brown just because, like, you mix so much shit together. And there's soda in it, Tom. And you love soda. soda. Yeah, I do love soda. Don't get me wrong. Tom, why are you all of a sudden acting like you're too good for soda? Tim, do you remember our health teacher in high school? Telling us that he didn't, he never drank because he had a mind eraser when he was in college, and it like messed him up for life. Yeah, this is the same guy that said, "I know uh, y'all think marijuana is God's herb. <laughs> oh, okay. Everybody calls it God's herb. Oh, God put it here. It's God's herb, and that's what you guys call it. That's what everybody says about it." Yeah, he was a weird guy. Yeah, he was a weird guy. Um, and he uh, got fired for unknown reasons. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. Uh, we haven't said his name, and I don't want to get into any <laughs> legally dubious territory. But I think he might have got a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Um. But uh, he. He had a, that mind eraser that he had in college. Really, uh, <laughs> fucked him up for life. Yeah. But he was like, he was a young guy. I mean, looking back, he was mid-20s, late-20s when he was a teacher. Stocky. Yeah. And, like, he was a coach and, like, you know, uh, hung out with the jocks and everything. And I don't understand where he had this, like, weird idea about uh, weed (laughs) being God's herb. (laughs) Well, he heard everybody calling it that, and he was accurate. Um, And then also... I looked up what a mind eraser is. Do you know what's in it? Like vodka and like apple juice or something? It is two ounces vodka, two ounces coffee liqueur, and a club and club soda chilled to the top. And it's like, that's what <laughs> messed you up so bad and what turned you off alcohol forever because you had a mind eraser. But he the the drink he explained was not this. Because he said, again... He got hazed at some point. He got hoodwinked. Well, again, it didn't make sense. He described it as a drink that was like... Basically, what he described was a Long Island iced tea. But he said that the drinks all separated into levels. And you would drink it with a straw. So you would drink the bottom one first. And I just remember thinking like... That's not how liquids this doesn't work. make. I mean, yeah, like the viscosity, but like the different, like viscosity of like each liquor isn't going to be enough to make it separate out. Exactly, like that. and also 
and and you drank it from the bottom like why what what would that have to do with anything it was like you had to drink the whole thing in one go why would you have to drink it through a straw from the bottom why would everything have to separate it was just a, a tall tale yeah yeah. This guy lied to us. He did. And he wanted to be... Maybe that's why the... he eventually got fired from school. They yeah. found out he lied about having a mind eraser. He showed up wearing like a white snake jean jacket one time or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was part of a story about why he doesn't do drugs anymore or something. <laughs> yeah. I also remember he was the only... <laughs> He was the only teacher that fell for when somebody told him he had a dick for on his shirt. Uh, and yeah, then he so. asked a, a girl in my grade, uh, what a, what's a dick for? And she punched him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it was a teacher. Well, if a teacher comes up to you and, asks, and you're what's a teenage a dick girl, for? yeah, you can punch him in the face. Uh, and uh, he was the baseball coach. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> one time... After practice, me and uh, Nick were leaving baseball practice, and mm-hmm. he came out. He was walking to his car. He was going to um, the Rangers game, uh-huh. and he had his face all painted uh, Rangers colors. And he saw us. He said, "Don't tell anybody." <laughs> <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte dot com. Hey, come to our live show or watch the live stream. Make us go to London to play uh, to a non-packed house. There you go. The pleading. That's what always. Tell them what the show. Weren't you paying attention when I read how to win friends and influence people? You had to tell them what's in it for them, Tim. Okay, ready? We're going to put on a Cracker Jack show. A hell of a show. Tom, there won't be that much cursing in the show. (laughs) But... There, there, there will be one uh, mention of the word hell. I'll make, ooh, yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll make everyone. <laughs> we, a, we won't tell you which <laughs> night you'll have to buy tickets for both. I'll make everybody a bourbon Ricky. Well, don't promise people things like that. Why? I don't think you're allowed to do that at like a venue. Just start well, serving let drinks. Let find out once they've shown up. That's yeah, true. Uh, I was, guess what? I'm on a plane back to the United <laughs> States. Yeah, they're going to be at the box office arguing. Uh, the guy told me he'd make me a drink. Nah, I'm going to be running to the embassy to get out to, <laughs> I'm to on US American soil. soil. Yeah. You can't do anything to me. Uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. This week, we, we're starting a new book, Heat 2. Yeah. The sequel to the movie Heat in a book form. Yeah. What a weird world we live in, huh? Yeah, who would have thought they'd make a book that's a sequel to a movie? Uh, but it's pretty good so far, and we're both reading it this time. Yeah, so it's like it a real book club. Yeah, I real suggest book club. you read it too. Hey, join our book club, Patreon.com/slash/CompleteGuide. Uh, follow us on social media. I'm at Tom Reynolds on Twitter and Instagram. I thought you said I'm Matt Tom Reynolds. <laughs> I'm Matt Tom Reynolds. I'm at your pal Tim. Uh, Tim. Any... I said your pal Tim. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any parting thoughts about cocktails? Has has your mind been changed? My in, mind has in... been erased. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. He also claimed that like it literally erased all of his memories. <laughs> <laughs> like the way he described it was like he woke up with like the kind of amnesia people have in movies where like they don't know who they are. 
and yeah. how they got where they are or anything. I mean, like if that. that did happen to them, to him, he was right to not drink ever again. Yeah, I think that was kind of the takeaway everybody in the class had of like, all right, if you couldn't handle the first drink you had, then yeah. it sounds like you did a good thing. But nobody believed him either. Yeah. Because, like, I don't see a guy painting his face going to a Rangers game like, no, I don't drink beer. Yeah. Come on. And that's what everybody was like, you know, you don't have to say you don't drink. Hey, nobody looks up to you. <laughs> and, uh, he was a nice guy. And, I feel bad. He, he's a nice guy. But nobody looked up to him. Because he was so short. Huh? <laughs> but also, it's like, you know, it's fine we understand i think that's what got us mad it was like we understand you're an adult you are allowed to drink right like saying you like when you're teaching us about the but dangers you know of what? alcohol there is something nobody's going oh an you adult drink. being like hey not every adult drinks yeah I don't know. I mean, that wasn't why I was drinking in high school, because I was like, all adults drink. Yeah. I I'm going to have a beer but at there this is, party. There is kind of this pervasive like thought that, like, uh, yeah, like you're weird. Like, it's, it's a weird thing if you don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.